And on the third day, he slayed. Today on Podcast Magoria. episode of podcast magoria i'm james and i'm autumn and today hippity hopping down the bunny trail we will be celebrating easter in a unique way by reviewing the easter classic jesus christ vampire <laughs> hunter <laughs> yes uh, a classic from 2001 um you know i mean <laughs> We're we're more more or less uh, celebrating the reason for the season. That's right. The real reason for yeah. Easter. Yeah. Not this bunny stuff yeah. we've been doing every year. Yeah. Vampires. Vampires. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. This uh, 2001 in the very indie classic it is definitely not the most popular. Okay, I was pretty surprised um, when I was looking into this a little bit more um, to see that on IMDb it has like a 4.9 out of 10 rating, but on Rotten Tomatoes it has an 80%. Whoa, not bad. So, yeah, Mm. not bad. So, the question is, is uh, as we go through this episode, where will our alliance lie? Will it be with IMDb or will it be with Rotten Tomatoes? Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) So to dig in with this, uh, with our 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 interesting review uh, for this movie because it is a very interesting movie, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to get too much into the exact every little bit for this because the fact that I this is a I hate doing it in the beginning of the episode, but I feel like (laughs) this is this is required viewing. Yeah. (laughs) So if you yeah if you're listening to this and you have not watched this uh movie yet go ahead and push push pause hop on the tubey yeah it's just an hour 20 minutes yeah you can get get it watched right quick (laughs) get in there all right so um the movie opens with um a very unique like theme song it's like this weird like robot song yeah Um, and they kind of like do this um they show the cast yeah, and it's quite um, the cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. Just from the opening credits, you're like, dang, what in the world am I in for from all of these people that are in it? Yeah, a ton of people. And something I thought that was interesting is the way they do it is it's just like character cards. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's very stylized where it looks like um, a 70s movie. Yeah, I love it. Um, but I guess like to, just to talk a little bit about how with the... With the opening song, it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the movie because this is a, it's a soft musical. Yeah, and I mean, there's definitely um, times where the characters are legit having a musical montage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple of musical montages, and I I genuinely wish that there was more mm-hmm. because there are a handful of times that Jesus sings or whatever, and but... You, you would have expected, like, later on when, uh, like, Mary Magnum shows up. Right. For them to have a song together yeah. or her to have a song about, oh, um, 
the love of my life and yeah. maybe jesus thinks that he's it's, that's that him. she's singing yeah. about yeah yeah um because <laughs> if you're a fan of jesus christ superstar uh especially like when with jesus's opening song like his big song number mm -hmm. um it's very jesus christ superstar or i would even direct people to uh the jeepers creepers slacker god uh, sketch from Mr. Show. Ah, yeah. I think is a little bit more this, uh, but it's that opening of it's Jesus in the city, and he's <laughs> gathering. I thought that he was like gathering his disciples, but everybody promptly fucks off for the first like big fight scene. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just like um, any other musical, like. I don't know. It reminded me a lot of um, the Buffy musical episode yeah. where, like, everybody just kind of fucks off after each song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the the Jesus song is really good. Mm -hmm. um, it, but then, okay, another aspect of the, of the soundtrack, because there's a lot of instrumental parts. Yeah. And... It's so strange to me because the fact that because there's definitely like this jazzy fusion. Yeah. Well, we have like jazz, electronica. We mm -hmm. have kind of funky disco yeah. music. Like, yeah, there's all sorts of genres in the soundtrack. Yeah. And with it comes it's just very strange because the fact that sometimes it's really, really good. And then mm -hmm. sometimes it sounds like it's just a cat walking across a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really, there's just a few scenes where you're watching and go, okay, here comes another song. And then, oh, okay, <laughs> cat walking across keyboard. This, <laughs> right. is not, this is not jazz. This is not blues. This is just somebody said they knew how to play <laughs> uh, the music and then faked it real hard. <laughs> well... All in all, though, like, just because it has so many genres of music on it, gosh, I would love to own a freaking vinyl of this soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I don't even need to own the movie. I just need the vinyl. <laughs> yeah, there are so many really catchy songs in it. And and again, even though I just made the comment of Cat Walking Across Keyboard, sometimes that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and... it, it works for the scenes <laughs> that they're in. Absolutely. You know, and I guess like kind of transition from the conversation of uh, of the music. And I think we'll get back into that as, as we talk a little bit about the fighting and whatnot. But with the first like musical number uh, in the, the movie, it's just really funny seeing Jesus running around with all the citizens uh -huh. and doing this thing and, and he's got like a big old cheesy grin on his face yeah. and this is after jesus has just gotten a makeover too yeah yeah so yeah you're not you're you're probably listeners if you're if you didn't watch it when we told you to yeah shame um, <laughs> you're probably imagining actually jesus christ with the beard mm -hmm. and the the long hair as you see in the promotional art for this movie mm -hmm. but jesus spends a majority of this movie with short shaved head and yeah. like gauged ears so yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's really funny how quick they just go boop yeah, we we gotta get this out for this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, now still for a good chunk of the movie wearing the robes. Yeah, so it's just a guy with short hair and earrings, like <laughs> in the robes. In the robes, and and just 
it, it's just funny seeing him because he ends up like on a skateboard. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the musical <laughs> number. <laughs> yeah, and just uh, a lot of little gags within that of him just with all the different people and. Uh, well, my favorite part, of course, uh, during the opening musical number is when everybody's like, wait, wait a second. Hey, wait a second. You're you're short. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so funny because in my notes uh, after the because the fight scene, he doesn't look that short. Mm -hmm. But there's something about him getting short hair that, that... he's suddenly four foot tall. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah he, or, or, or the fact of the matter is that all the extras are at least a foot taller than he is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the other thing that's, you know, of course, this movie is not just music and musicals. Yeah. It's also... It, it does have horror elements to it, folks. I, yeah. I promise we'll get to it. Yeah. But... <laughs> but there's also... A lot of fight sequences and a lot of gags that come with those mm -hmm. and with the opening fight sequence. Um, yeah, the first time we get to see that Jesus is a badass. Yes, yes. This is pre-short hair Jesus even. Yes. <laughs> um, two priests come up to him to let him know that, hey, there's vampires... Uh, yeah, lesbians are going missing. This is weird. Yeah. We need to save the lesbians, Jesus. Yeah, and at first he's kind of like, well, you know, I'm just here to to be Jesus. Yeah, I'm just here baptizing random yeah. people and then, in this lake. Yeah, and then the the vampires come and a big fight sequence happens. And while Jesus is holding off the vampires, uh, he tells the two priests to go bless the lake, <laughs> which is genius yeah like it's such a funny concept yeah it's great yeah like it's it's like that and then um you know blessing the sink water in dogma yeah <laughs> yeah i love those kind of concepts and um what's especially funny about um them blessing the lake is um the fact that one of the priests is like a stereotypical punk looking guy yeah. too yeah, so Mohawk he's just there yeah. like doing the little prayer over the water <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> And, and that's that's kind of a theme that kind of ends up happening throughout the film with all the little action sequences is that there's people that are obviously skilled or have had some experience. Yeah, there's there's you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's people that are just absolutely like, OK, this is this is Bob. Yeah, they said in. they said, hey, do you want to make 50 bucks? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, OK. Can and you I, do a kick? Yeah, I can kick. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can do a kick. <laughs> Turns out Bob can't do a kick. <laughs> that's the thing with a lot of the 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 extras that are doing the fighting scenes and like the next major fight scene, which is Jesus versus the atheists. Oh my god! It's so funny. Yeah, and this this is like one of the most iconic uh, scenes in the movie. Yeah, it's the one that I think of like. Whenever I think about this movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because um, the the first gag that you get right out of the the box uh, is that a car rolls up, the door opens, and atheists start piling out, and it's a clown car gag. Yeah, yeah. James said piling out, and he literally meant that they were yes. piling out of the car because, yeah. like, what, it's like a troop of, like... Six or seven come out first and, mm -hmm. you know, Jesus is fighting them and he gets done with that batch and then like another six or seven come out and yeah. he it, it just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. And this is about 
what 20 minutes it's, or it's so? a third of the movie <laughs> yeah yeah it's a big scene yeah. and like four or five groups of atheists come out of that damn car and mm-hmm. he fights every single one of them by the end, like they're all piled up on each other in a big <laughs> mass of people. Yeah, um, and and it's obvious that with a good chunk of the scene, like every time that the atheists are piling out of the vehicle, or at the one point where the two main atheists are doing like a like an A. Yeah, they're like, like anime posing yes. and having all the atheists like run through their uh, <laughs> arms as if it's like a gate, you know, yeah. like yeah. a like a football game or exactly. something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and um. <laughs> It's just funny because it's very obvious that it's pretty much the same six people just wearing different clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But a couple of the gags that are in in this fight scene that was just really tickled me was um, when the one girl tries to kick Jesus and he catches her foot. He takes her shoe off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, My favorite thing during this fight scene was... um, when there was the one guy that was fighting him, and when it changed camera angles, all of a sudden his shoes were gone yeah. <laughs> because he needed to do stunts where it was too dangerous to have shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love catching that kind of stuff, and it was probably semi not on purpose, but also semi on purpose. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, the other gag for this, which is the one that when you and I were talking about this movie, reminiscing about it mm-hmm. before actually rewatching it mm-hmm. uh, for this episode, is when he kicks the girl and it's like the stop motion. Oh, yeah, yeah. and she <laughs> runs into the tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really silly. You have to see it to believe it, kind of like that. Yeah, just, it's great. Yeah, there's so many little gags in it. Then I mean, I guess like the next like big fight scene would be like the one at the nightclub mm-hmm. which has like a t- again it's a ton of funny gags oh yeah like just the way that the fight starts with him um finally noticing that he's in a bar full of vampires by seeing uh the mirror and going huh huh like looking back <laughs> yes. and forth and then he like he goes to the drums and he's drumming and he throws the drumstick like through the vampire and that's yeah. how the whole bar brawl starts. Yeah. Like, how genius is that? What I love about the shot of the drumstick being thrown is anybody else they would have just had a drumstick on some strings and, mm-hmm. and just filmed it going by. But instead they had it like attached to a stick that they mm-hmm. had like taped black fabric around yeah so you're not supposed to be able to see the stick and it's just it, <laughs> it makes it better yeah <laughs> uh and, and and that's the thing with the this movie is it's very very low you know obviously low budget but so incredibly charming yeah with how they do everything as i said like a lot a lot of the stuff in this is either it's both on purpose and not on purpose yeah. um yeah. And that's what makes it absolutely just fun. Uh-huh. It, it, as you said, it's so charming. Yeah. And, and they utilize every trope from old kung fu movies and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And and actually, um, so I guess to go a little bit into, like, the making of this movie slash, like, how at least I was familiar with uh, how I came to see this. Mm. Um, one of my friends, like we, of course, were big trauma fans. 
and we had gotten our hands on a DVD volume of Trauma Dance, mm-hmm. and featured on it was the short Harry Knuckles, which uh-huh. is from yeah. yeah from this director, and and the titular Harry Knuckles is the guy that went on to play Jesus in this mm-hmm. movie, and it's a it's a homage to seventies like shitty kung fu movies, where it's just like it's Harry Knuckles taking down you know the crime syndicate, and, it, and it's just <laughs> it's just him doing really bad kung fu. Yeah. And yeah, this is this guy's thing then. Huh? Yes, yeah, this is this is it. Like this is this is what you're going to find with all these movies is just hey, we really love all these old movies and so this is all what we're going to make. All these old grindhouse films yeah. because it's the epitome of grindhouse. Yeah. I film. Don't, I don't think that we listed this when we talked about grindhouse movies for our, our grindhouse episode last year. I don't think we listed this one. Yeah, I don't know if we even referenced it at all, which is a shame because, gosh, this really does capture the essence of those films so well. Yeah. Um, you know, watching it back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. um, as a younger person, I made fun of this movie so bad. Yeah. But now going back and watching it as an adult now, I'm like, oh, my God, no, this movie is genius. And it's yeah. actually kind of art. Yeah, so that, OK. And so that's something to talk about is they do a phenomenal job of framing a scene mm-hmm. where, again, it looks like a 70s action flick. Yeah. But they the there's there was enough people that worked on this movie that absolutely understood like cinematography and like what their vision was mm-hmm. from start to finish you know and even though they there's like there's a lot of missteps here and there as far as like maybe cast or, or costume and stuff like that right but again it almost adds to the charm but at the end of the day like i think that they made a good film i mm-hmm. think that they overall it's 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 a fun ride and there's just so many little things about it that make it worth sticking around for yeah if you're a fan of grindhouse cinema like just watching this you can see all the references and um inspiration and just be excited about that alone yeah i mean the biggest reference you know that's on the nose uh, for this film is the inclusion of the character santos yeah yeah okay so that's one of the other horror uh, elements of this yeah. movie is that they reference Santos. Of course, it's not actually him in no. the film, unfortunately. But the guy that does play him is a freaking delight. Oh, yeah. I love his laugh. Yeah, and if you weren't sure if they were actual fans or not, they definitely solidify that. Because in the first five minutes that he's on camera, they reference almost his entire career yeah yeah it's like, great yeah they because they they reference all the the movies they reference different characters mm-hmm. it's just it's really it, it's kind of funny that you know a lot of people maybe weren't very exposed to santo stuff mm-hmm. saw this and just thought it was a random luchador yeah and then meanwhile people like <laughs> me are like what's that yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. It's too bad it's not really him, but that's cool that they reference him. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so to kind of dial back, since we were talking about Santos, uh, I want to dial back to the fight scene in the club, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that we did not mention another really funny gag, 
which was Jesus using his garlic breath. Oh yeah, to fight a vampire, where they have a flashback. Yeah, of him <laughs> eating shawarma earlier yes. in the day. I have never really seen anything else pull a gag like that when it comes to vampires. Yeah. And, like, that just seems like an obvious one to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I just love the fact that they had to do the whole, like, flashback sequence mm-hmm. to... <laughs> Why they had to establish that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. I don't know. It, it's such a weird gag to do, but I think it lands... Mm-hmm. Very well, oh, especially yeah. in this movie. Um, later on, there, there's like it's it's the it's the big ending climactic uh, fight mm-hmm. scene in the junkyard. You get more great Santos action. Uh, we get throughout the movie. There's a couple of uh, you know Bane backbreakers. <laughs> yeah, they liked to pull that move. I guess they um understood how that wrestling move went. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, let's just let's just do it. It looks cool on camera. It does look cool on camera. <laughs> I mean I think the final one was a little a little soft. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this action sequence, the the final one in the junkyard is again really fun and it's just a showcase like I'm I'm assuming that this is a resume. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a uh, what are they called? Uh, yeah, it's like a sizzle reel of like showcasing all like the stunt work mm-hmm. for the film. Yeah, and I guess I should have paid attention to the credits a little more to see who the uh, stunt coordinator was. Are the um, fight choreographer like I didn't see who did it, and uh, now that I know that it. Harry Fist was also Jesus. Um, yeah. I'm kind of wondering if maybe he does work like that. It but, could be. Ah, we always say this. We should have looked a little more into <laughs> no. um, these people. See, we, we, well, because we're so we're so casual, but but at the same time, we want to be knowledgeable. De- yeah, knowledgeable. <laughs> uh, but well, if he happens to listen to our episode, he can um, tell us in the comments. On... There we go. Yeah, <laughs> please reach out to us. Anybody that was attached to that project, because I would love to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the experience. <laughs> Even if you're a lesbian vampire number three. Hmm. <laughs> um, we still want to hear yeah. your experience. Yeah, I would love to know what it was like to, you know, to film this. But uh, uh, so... The reason why I wanted to get to talking about the final fight sequence okay. is easily the funniest gag in the entire movie is the the mad scientist that is doing all the stuff to make it where vampires can walk during the daytime. Mm-hmm. He's watching a news broadcast of the fight with Jesus in the junkyard. Yes, yes. And then Jesus pops up <laughs> behind him and he's just like, Wait, but you're you're in the junkyard fighting. He's just like I'm everywhere, and then gives him a boot to the chest. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then they. So then it's a it's two fight scenes happening at once between the scientist and Jesus and the junkyard. Yes, it's uh really amazing that they decided to pull that stunt. Yeah. And have him do two fights at once. Um. But I mean, hey. He's right. He, he's supposed yeah. to be everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, Jesus, much like Elvis, is everywhere. Um, <laughs> they do another um, gag like that, though, I believe in the first fight, um, where 
he's getting punched or whatever and she's like oh you're really strong and he's like yeah the body of christ or whatever there's a lot of stuff like that where there's a lot of little lines like from church service or or from the bible and stuff like a lot of gags along that line well uh yeah the one of the songs is just listing off of psalms and chapters of the bible like it's all the books and stuff of the bible like yeah yeah that's um that kind of stuff i really appreciate um from this movie oh we didn't even bring up the 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 music montage of uh when mary magnum uh has jesus changing up his style because oh, yeah. he looks too obvious yeah in his the, robes. the haircut and the gauged ears wasn't enough um yeah. because he still was wearing those old school robes he mm-hmm. needed to update his style yeah and have a low profile meanwhile mary magnum is wearing this bright ass <laughs> shiny uh vinyl cat suit like yeah. almost you know britney spears yeah. yes <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. If the, it was it was actually a Britney Spears uh, Halloween costume, R- right? I mean, I was going to say it was very in style in two thousand and one. So, yeah. I mean, she wasn't she, she wasn't a sore thumb sticking out, I no. guess. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it was really funny, just him coming out wearing the different outfits and mm-hmm. going back, just that old shtick. Yeah, um, and then. The the main like vampire ends up coming into the shop, and and there's another gag that I thought was funny is um, he grabs Mary and pulls her into the changing room, and then asks her for a boost up because he's too short mm-hmm. to look over the changing room door, <laughs> and it's just it's like the movie is jam packed with all sorts of gags, all sorts of like little little things yeah and they don't uh linger on the gags which is what's uh genius about it uh because that's the problem with a lot of movies like this is that they linger on it yeah you just need to let it play through and let the audience catch up to the joke exactly it when that's the problem with a lot of independent movies that try to be tongue-in-cheek is um they almost hold for laughter Mm -hmm. yeah it's like well you're not filming it in front of a studio audience so you have no idea how long people are going to be giggling at it Mm -hmm. if they catch it at all right some movies require multiple watches uh uh, multiple watches to actually appreciate it yeah this movie being one of those examples exactly because i mean as i said in our previous episode this will be like my fourth time watching this film in my life yeah And now I'm like, oh, I actually really love this film. I liked it before as a funny ha-ha, I can make fun of this with my friends Mm -hmm. during a party type movie, which is usually reserved for the worst of the B movies. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I like this movie because I want to show it to people to be like, this is how independent horror movies should be yeah 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 it's, it, it's it's definitely something that like if we were to do like screenings for films and mm-hmm. stuff this would be one that i would want to show yeah and also we weren't sure because it's been so long since we last watched it we weren't sure how it aged yeah i was almost certain that there was going to be gags in it that i was going to be like "Ooh, that's really bad but it honestly, like with the lesbian stuff, didn't get too 
no, it was too political or crazy or anything. Like well, it was good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, as far as like a political aspect of it, it was in favor thereof. Yeah, like, uh, where Jesus is just like you know cool with. He's like, well, no, lesbians are fine. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he. You gotta save the lesbians, yeah. as they said in there. <laughs> and so that's what makes it so interesting. Is you would think that a movie like this, because there's so many from this time that it would have really played up making fun of, you know, gay people or making fun of all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it doesn't. It plays it very, if you're part of the pun, straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Jesus could have been like, what? I'm not going to be saving lesbians. Who yeah. cares if the vampires get them? Right. You know? Um, <laughs> I, I think that the only gag that really doesn't stick, and it's such a weird one, is uh, Mary Magnum in the in the vintage clothes shop? Oh yeah, uh, with the salt and pepper shaker. Yeah, with the little baby in the twi- yeah. Yeah. It's well, such okay. A weird. It's the a weird gag. Audience, when you see the salt and pepper shaker, you'll know. Yeah, but it's like it's oddly offensive. Yeah, it's oddly like, oh, what? why did she pick up that? Yeah, where you just kind of you just go, wait a minute, should I be mad about this? <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit. I'm not gonna dwell on it forever, but. Weird choice. Yeah. Very weird choice. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll just explain for people that <laughs> aren't probably going to watch it. Uh, Either the baby looks like a, a caricature, like yeah. a, a blackface caricature. Yeah. And like, that's why it's like, wait a second. What? This is weird. Yeah. And also it's weird that it's paired up with the toilet. Like, yeah. I just, like there's something that like. There's something weird about it. makes me uncomfortable. It. I don't know if it's supposed to be a gag and that's why they're trying to point it out. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there's just something about they, it. They just chalk it up to her being like, oh, I have a salt and pepper yeah. uh, shaker collection. Yeah. That, and that's the also the weird thing. Is, yeah. There's, there's this 50 cent bin uh, in this clothing shop. And it's got all these like toys. There's like all these action figures of like it looks like a like a like a action walrus Mm -hmm. and then in the middle of it is a salt and pepper shaker it's a weird choice yeah it is an odd little thing it could have been completely just like scrapped but eh. yeah yeah it doesn't completely ruin or derail the movie yeah no um another odd choice oh you know what we've been praising this too much and it would be okay uh, it would not be a podcast magoria review if we didn't give them a little bit of a, a jab um, and this is something that you pointed out, mm-hmm. which was it was very strange how quiet the action sequence. Yes. Were. OK. Yeah. That is my main complaint about um, this movie. And I mean, it, it goes as far back as to the first victim in the movie where um, the lady's getting bit by one of the vampires mm-hmm. and she doesn't put up a fight at all. No right. screaming or nothing. She just yeah. lets it kind of happen. Yeah. And, yeah, the fight scenes are kind of like that, too, where it's so quiet and everybody just kind of lets these um, punches happen and stuff like that. And I know that's part of, like, probably the coordination of the scenes and whatever, but... um, you know, I, I I need some who's and some yeah yeah ahs. maybe a few less slow motion shots of people jumping. Yeah, there there was a lot of shots of people jumping and doing yeah. high kicks while yeah. they were jumping. Yeah, because like in the junkyard scene, the final fight, um, there's uh the like other main vampire uh that they kept they kept showing him 
jumping off the hood mm-hmm. or jumping off the trunk of a car yeah every so often like, yeah not fighting he just ran up and would jump and it feels like something that you would do if you were a kid well yeah yeah they, they, it's definitely i mean it's that independent like yeah. fighting scenes a lot of a lot of the fighting uh a lot of the fighting scenes is what you imagine in your head when you're a kid mm-hmm. playing power rangers or something yeah you know we're yeah. like oh and then i jump off in slow motion and i do a kick and then you go oh but then you catch it and then i go oh you know yeah a lot of that yeah and so i'm really really curious as to because i like outside of the little bit of bloopers you get at during the credit uh, sequence i don't know if there's much as far as making of it's been so long since we watched this uh on dvd that i can't remember Mm. if it had any features on it yeah no i don't remember at all and i don't even know like i mean i'm sure you can find the dvd like on ebay or whatever but um but yeah it's not exactly it's not a wide release it's not a popular film no i barely even ever hear anybody really reference it anymore yeah people used to reference it all the time yeah especially in like the independent community yeah and uh and yeah this one just kind of has uh, faded away oh that's sad maybe we'll revive it well i'm hoping that um that us talking about it gives it a revision a revival just in time for Easter. Um, <laughs> but then also because the fact that the director of this movie has um, a new film coming out. Yes. Um, what oh, what was it called again? Yeah. The Enter the Drag Dragon with yeah. all the drag queens and stuff yep. in it. I'm excited about that. And also the actor that plays Jesus and Jesus Christ of Vampire Hunter is in it. <gasps> he is? Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. I saw him. Like I was, I finally got a big image because there's not much about this movie mm-hmm. um and so i did get to see like the movie poster in good quality and oh. there he was wearing a little toupee oh <laughs> well yeah. i can't wait to see him yeah so i'm hoping that maybe this new movie is popular with a title like that it's clear that it's another kung fu film oh yeah and plus like drag queen fans will watch it because they're yeah. like Drag queens, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm excited about is that maybe because uh, if this movie, if the new one is popular, maybe people will go back and maybe Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter will get uh, a little bit more attention <gasps> than I think it deserves. See, okay. And the whole time we were watching this, I was making a remake in my head because I was like, oh, of course, uh, Richard Ayade needs to play, uh, f- what is it, Father Eustace or whatever. Yes. And and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, and Nathan Fielder could play Jesus. <laughs> That's right. Because he just reminded me of Nathan <laughs> Fielder. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, and, and stuff like that. So there, there should be a revival of the original and a remake. Or like where, the they, where they keep the vibe, but, it, yeah. you know, it, it's more high budget. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it should have a higher budget. Um I'm just worried that maybe it would lose a little bit of its charm. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, since this is a, since this is a holiday special episode, we don't want to go too long into this because we don't want to take away from your time. Yeah. Uh, and plus, since we love the movie so much, that's why we 
did this as a slightly different review than we usually yeah. do because we just wanted to kind of gush about it yeah. since it is a classic and it's kind of weird that you haven't watched it yet it is from 2001 i'm just saying yeah yeah it's kind of weird yeah plus also to be <laughs> so you have no excuse <laughs> yeah um obviously it's not the most horrifying horror no. movie ever it is Grindhouse through and through yeah. with some horror elements yeah. being the vampires. Yeah, yeah. There's vampires, there's blood, there's people getting hit with stakes. And there's Santos. And there's Santos. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly just a fun romp and it it should be a movie that people bring out for Easter. Absolutely. Watch our Lord and Savior kick some ass yeah that's right yeah and if you're not (laughs) if you're not watching this for easter at the very least you should be watching critters too that's right (laughs) (laughs) which that might be next year's review (laughs) yeah we'll have to do critters one into critters two or something because we do gotta get that one out of the way (laughs) i love critters all right folks that brings us to the end this episode of podcast magoria our next episode we're going to kind of keep with a horror slash music theme. And we're going to be discussing some, because there's no way we could discuss all. We're going to be discussing some horror bands. Woo! Uh, speaking of just in time for Easter, I'm talking <laughs> to you, ghost. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe we'll discuss them on the next one Maybe. then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Are they know. scary enough? Ooh, I don't know. Are they spooky? <laughs> they are Scooby-Doo chase music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us then to this time. Until next time. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> if you find yourself in the Easter parade... And some people are looking a little extra fangy. <laughs> Hopefully you get a little backup from your Lord and Savior, Santos. <gasps> but if you don't, keep your steaks sharp, your garlic extra strong in your shawarma. <laughs> and most importantly, you must stay spooky. Brains. Brains. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs>